Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With that said, Cowboys Nation, let's go ahead and turn the page and get our guy Patrick Nosey Walker up in the building with the scientific method. What's good, No C? Hey man, it is playoff week. Boy, Gucci, how you doing? Man, I'm I'm doing fantastic. I've been hyping up the the, the fan base the last two days with that speech from uh, McCarthy uh, from uh, from Hard Knocks. They need, they need to be hyped up. Ooh. They need the fans. Need to, ladies and gentlemen, let me find out y'all need to be hyped up <laughs> for playoff week. Let me find out. Let me find out. Well, I don't know if they do. But man, just bringing it in with that energy, I feel like I can go out there and give him give him just one step on the field to get me off of the field. But I can give him something. That's how hyped that Mike McCarthy is getting <laughs> with that speech, bro. How, how, how many reps you got in you? I, I don't reps? got no reps. I mean, I'll go out there and, and give him some water. You know what I'm saying? But I'm gonna do it at 110. percent Is what I'm saying, Pat. <laughs> Listen, I, I told Joe Witt uh, and Al Harrison training camp. When Joe accidentally confused me for one of his defensive backs, I was like, listen, I can get you three reps. Three reps. You give me a one-day contract, I get you three reps. The first two going to be elite. The third one, I ain't making no promises, but I, I got you three reps. Man, if, if the rep if the rep from if the rep is a fake orbit like an orbit motion where you just faking it to me and I run all the way clear out of bounds, I got you. I got you. <laughs> Send me on an orbit all the way out of space and I'm good. <laughs> Oh man, listen, <laughs> you you a fool with it. You a fool. Hey Cowboys, you hear this? We we got we got uh we got roles that we can play in the playoff for. That's all I'm saying. Like William Steele and, and Patrick Walker. Walk, I mean, y'all know what my desk at. You know, you walk by it every day. Talk to me. Yeah, man, man. We we trying to give our all, man. And so are the Cowboys, let's be honest. And we got a lot of players down there, Pat, that look, it's week nineteen in the NFL season, so a lot of players are, are banged up. And um the, the one player a lot of us are, are worried about is Gilly. Can you kind of give us an update on Gilly and, and the rest of the injury report from yesterday? Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, Gilmore is uh, one of the, the headliners as far as the Cowboys fans are concerned about. Now, after Sunday when he was, when he left with a shoulder subluxation, which is shoulder dislocation, it popped out. Cowboys were able to pop it back in. Uh, I'm told that if it were a playoff game, then he likely would have you know, going back into the game. So that's promising. After the game, McCarthy and Gilmore basically said that um, – that they expect that he'll, you know, have a great chance of playing. But, of course, that was when the adrenaline was flowing. He hadn't woken up the next day just yet and felt that soreness, so kind of put a pin in that. But speaking with Gilmore on yesterday, he sounds like he is absolutely ready to go. Spoke First spoke with Cooks about it, asked Cooks, because, you know, those two are kind of besties off the field. So I asked Cooks before I got a chance to talk to Gilmore. Uh, and Cooks, just with a huge smile, he was like, Gilly's fine, man. He's fine. So then went over to, to Gilmore's locker room, that's a locker, his locker, started talking to him. And, and basically this was his quote. He said, I played through worst, uh, through worst, I'll be out there whatever it takes, end quote. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. He is going full Captain America, full Steve Rogers and the Avengers, whatever it takes. Whatever it I takes. don't see anything. Yeah, I don't see anything short of uh, his shoulder falling off, keeping him out of this game. Now, 
The other headliner, obviously, is going to be Tyler Smith. Cowboys um, are not just optimistic. They expect. Uh, they they very well expect that he'll be on the field on Sunday with that torn plantar fascia. Um, and, obviously, he missed the last game because they chose to sit him, which was wise. We talked about it last week. That would have been my play. That was their play. Wonderful, magnificent. Um, so he's expected to be back. He returned to practice yesterday in a limited capacity. Uh, Jonathan Hankins, we saw him return in week 18. Took some limited reps, I think 13, 14 reps to, to kind of grease the wheels for the playoffs. He was limited on yesterday with that ankle injury. Uh, nothing kind of holding him back from, you know, having another game coming up. And I'm, I feel like I'm missing one. But I'll go ahead and throw out Malik Hooker. Malik Hooker, as yeah. everyone knows, he's been working through that ankle injury for a few weeks now. It actually cost him the game against Buffalo. But if you notice, he's been upgraded to full. So he's a full practice participant at this point. Oh, and Zach Martin. That's who I was missing. Zach Martin with the illness. Um, Zach was – he was down bad. He was down bad on uh, Sunday. And saw him on the flight, obviously, coming back. And unequivocally, he could not have played in that game, even if it were a playoff game. He was really down for the count. Same thing still that, that kicked my ass yeah. a couple weeks ago and, and has been kicking ass around the building. That that took big Zach down. He, mm. he was not looking great. But, but uh, yesterday was a veteran rest day. He's expected to play, return to practice uh, today or tomorrow. He's expected to be on the field. So full complement of the offensive lineman for the Cowboys. Jonathan Hankins is good. Malik Cooker is good. Stephon Gilmore said whatever it takes. Quick, quick uh, question on, on Hank. So he, they have him as a DMP yesterday. Was that more so just to give his ankle a breather after having come back and played against Washington? No, that was actually a technical error. Oh. It was not DNP. That that's what was released at first, and then PR gotcha. doubled back and said, "Oops, my bad." He was uh, limited, as a matter of fact. So initially, when nervous. I saw that, because I, yeah, obviously I was at the the media portion of practice, and I was watching him go through individual drills. So even if that DNP stuck, I wouldn't have been concerned. That's why I, I gave the context in my tweet saying he's continuing his rehab. I figured they just rehabbed him after the individual drills and said, okay, we'll get you back to practice tomorrow. But, you know, not 15 minutes later, PR sent a new email and said, oops, our bad. He's actually limited. So great news there. He actually did participate in team drills yesterday. Perfect, perfect. Let me let me stay on that side of the ball real quick and uh, kind of talk to you about the article you, ju- you dropped, uh, I believe it was yesterday or two days ago, on J. Lou and, and Donovan Wilson. You know, these are two guys who have turned it on the last month or so of the season. And you got a chance to speak to those guys, you know, at the locker room or, you know, off off record or what have you. Like, can you highlight some of the conversations of, of how those guys have kind of turned it around and, and had this resurgence of sorts heading into the playoffs? Reps, 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 uh, especially when you're talking about Jordan Lewis. I mean, he had he suffered not only a season ending injury last October in 2022, but a career threatening injury that, you know, also threw him into a deep place as far as uh, a deep, dark place as far as depression is concerned. And, you know, the camaraderie had to really pull him out between, you know, Dan Quinn showing up at his front door, Al Howard showing up, showing up at his front door. So fast forward, training camp, guess what? He's on the pup list, physically unable to perform. He wasn't activated until, guess when? Final roster cutdowns. He had to get his swagger back, and it took some time to do that. Um, but now it's occurred, and the Donovan Wilson misses training camp, all of training camp in preseason with the calf strain. Um, and it took him some time, not necessarily as much as Jordan, but it took him some time to kind of get his legs back as well, literally and figuratively speaking. And then you look at the where they are these last two to three weeks. I mean, two takeaways in as many games for both of those guys, four combined takeaways. Talked to Jordan Lewis on yesterday. 
Obviously, I've been speaking to him his whole career throughout this whole process, especially told me yesterday it's just a matter of reps and confidence. You know, he, he said he's a fighter, one of the best fighters in the league. No matter what you throw at him, he's just going to keep punching, which is something Deron Bland spoke with Bland about Jordan as well. And Jordan, I'm sorry, Bland said the same thing, not so coincidentally. He used the term fighter when it comes to Jordan Lewis and then asked both of them about the resurgence of Donovan. And Jordan said that he's had so much fun since, you know, Donald came into the league in 2019 or so, just uh, with that competition of who can take the ball away more often in a game. So those two, Donald and Jordan, they're back to kind of playing off of each other. You get a takeaway, I want to get one as well. And the evidence being, look at the last two weeks, right? Yep. Jordan gets a takeaway, Donovan, well, Jordan gets the interception, Donovan gets the interception. Go to the commanders, Jordan gets the strip fumble recovery. And Donald said, not so fast, my friend. I want this action, too. So if they're hitting top gear at the right time, Will, and they're playing off of each other, and Bland is, is back on the saddle as far as interceptions are concerned. Gilmore will be on the field. I mean, the defense, especially the secondary, they're hitting their prime right at the right time. Right, perfect segue into kind of my next question, and, and really just an observation, really. This defense – is going to need a guy like J. Lou and Donovan Wilson to step up, right? J. Lou wasn't here last year when the Cowboys played. When I say wasn't here, wasn't available. He was out with injury the right. last time the Cowboys played the Packers last season. Two different quarterbacks, two different teams, but not that different. What if if you have more confidence in this defense compared to last year? What gives you that confidence that they can perform better? Because remember, they gave up thirty-one points last year on the road. Why? Is this defense better equipped to deal with this now Jordan Love-led uh, offense? So a couple of things. Number one, um, where does Aaron Rodgers play? Because <laughs> yeah. it ain't in Green Bay. And and that's who put up that 31 one, in, the, yeah. in the overtime comeback victory. Right. So that's number one, two, and three. Now let's get to point number four. Um, the defense, it, it kind of – you feel like it's almost a wash – uh, not necessarily a complete watch when you look at, you know, because that, for as good as Jordan Lewis is playing and back in his prime and hawking the ball and playing great coverage, they're still missing Trayvon Diggs. So last season, you know, you you were down Jordan Lewis, you were down Anthony Brown, and you were going against Aaron Rodgers in that game, okay? And this game, yeah, you're down Trayvon Diggs, but you're only down Trayvon Diggs. Jordan Lewis is here, Stephon Gilmore, you acquired him via trade for situations such as these. Okay, uh, you look at what Deron Bland has been able to do, league leader interceptions, uh, historic season. Malik Cooker's playing good ball. Uh, and, and then the fact that Jordan Love, no knock to Jordan Love, we'll talk about him in a second, but he doesn't have that alpha receiver. He doesn't have a C.D. Lamb or Justin Jefferson yeah. or, or anything like that. So there's not anyone for the Cowboys secondary to have to shade coverage toward. All they have to do is play straight up and win their particular matchup. Donovan Wilson is winning his matchups lately. Jordan Lewis is winning his matchups. Deron Bland is winning uh, more often than not. Gilmore is winning so many of his matchups that you don't really hear about him until he takes the ball away or almost gets an interception. But you don't hear about Gilmore getting burnt over the top or anything like that. So you have these very capable Packers receivers but nobody that's technically explosive. Christian Watson, we know Aaron Rodgers made him look like, you know, Randy Moss in that particular game. But guess what, Will? Aaron Rodgers isn't coming out <laughs> of that tunnel, right? Yeah. Uh, and also Christian Watson is, is hobbled. Romeo Dobbs, he's hobbled with a chest injury. So they're banged up. They don't have an alpha guy. They have just a bunch of very capable guys 
who Jordan likes to spread the ball around, Jordan loves, likes to spread the ball around to. So really it's just it's a better matchup and a better situation for the Cowboys defense, even without Trayvon Diggs, because you don't have Trayvon Diggs, they don't have Aaron Rodgers. Period. Got Patrick Nosey Walker, DallasCowboys.com, joining us right now. Pat, before you came on, we were talking about the coaching situation uh, around the league that is kind of having a domino effect, likely it will at least, uh, for the Cowboys. With Dan Quinn once again now in the news as a potential candidate elsewhere in the league. What it, What's it like around the star right now? Is that a huge topic? Is it, I don't want to say distraction because these guys seem very focused but I do understand that Dan this is now year two or three in a row where he's having to deal with prepping for the playoffs and prepping for potential interviews. Nobody's talking about it. Great. It's it's a it's a non-story, non-topic inside of the organization as we have this conversation. The only time you'll see anyone within the team or the organization talking about it is if they're asked the question. You know, Jerry goes on the radio, he's asked a question about it, he answers. McCarthy goes up to the, you know, to the podium, he's asked a question, he answers it. Jordan was asked yesterday, Jordan Lewis, about Dan Quinn's influence um, and Joe Witt and Al Harris. He answered the question. But once the cameras go off, there has not been a single time that I've walked past anyone or stopped to talk to anyone, player, coach, uh, front office guy, and they were in the middle of talking about possibly losing Dan Quinn mm-hmm. or what happens with, you know, this coach or that coach they are super locked in on beating the Packers, especially McCarthy, and not necessarily because he's trying to do it for himself. He said he regretted uh, taking that angle in 2022 because it backfired. But we all know he's human, and we all know he wants this. Uh, And the players want to get this for him. Dan Quinn wants to get this for him. So while the interview requests are coming in, and rightfully so for guys who've earned it like Quinn uh, and, and Will McClay, nobody's talking about it. Everybody's talking about how to beat the Packers in advance. Love to hear it. Now, can you talk to us about your Science Lab uh, article coming up? Because, boy, you the way you've been talking about this this week, I, I might cut my show <laughs> off early to go read this article, dog. The promo been Playoff crazy. mode. Playoff mode, man. Playoff mode. I started really diving into this film for the Packers and Jordan Love and, and Aaron Jones and the defense. Um, you know, pass rush secondary, I started diving in on Monday, spent hours watching film on Monday, Tuesday, spent hours between splitting film and, and charting advanced um, metrics on the team to try to figure out the trends for both, where the strengths for both, where the weaknesses for both, how can you attack this Packers team. Um, and that's basically what the Science Lab is about this week. It is about how the Cowboys can get their poetic justice uh, against these Green Bay Packers. you got a great chance here. This is a terrible, terrible, terrible matchup for the Green Bay Packers. This is probably the worst matchup that they could have drawn in this year's tournament. Now, that is not to say, let me be clear, that is not to say the Cowboys can sleepwalk through this. Do not play with your food. Mm -hmm. If if Jordan Love and and the Packers are still close in this game, uh, middle of the fourth quarter, you are in trouble. This is a game that if the Cowboys execute, and eliminate self-inflicted wounds like unnecessary false starts, holding penalties, roughing the passers, you know, running into the kicker, things that move the chain for the other team and stall your own drives. This is a team. This is a game that the Cowboys should win by 20 points or more. I love to hear. The only it, question is, only question is, will they? Jordan Love is great between the 20s, um, not good in the red zone. Uh, Aaron Jones great between the 20s, not good in the red zone. The Packers run defense. Uh, not good on at any part of the field. Tony Pollard, Rico Dowdle, you're up. Might be a solid game for you guys. They also don't cover well 
on any part of the field, but they also drag their linebackers out horizontally and open up the middle of the field to try to help their boundary guys. Guess what, Jake Ferguson, you're up. Um, so, C.D. Lamb, you're up, because they don't cover number one wide receivers very well either. The list goes on and on. Jordan Lewis, no, sorry, Jordan Love, he can make all the throws, Will, all the throws from a comfortable pocket. But on the run, when he's on the move, and on the run is qualified as eight miles per hour or greater. On the run, he is ranked 31st in the league in making throws. He yeah. is an, a horrendous quarterback when he's on the run, but he's very good in the pocket. Contrarily, Dak Prescott is even better when he's on the run and he's a lead in the pocket. Horrible matchup for the Packers. Cowboys should win this one big, but we'll see if they do. It's all about focus and discipline. <laughs> hey, hey, show's over, y'all. I'm going to read this damn article in about 45 minutes. That's all. <laughs> he done got me a hype, man. Make sure, make sure y'all go read that article on Dallas Check it com, out, man. man. DallasCowboys.com within the next hour or so. This week's Science Lab uh, playoff edition. We're in playoff mode, man. Let's go get it. Appreciate you, big dog. That is Patrick Doce Walker. Of DallasCowboys.com. Hey, I'll talk to you later, bro. Uh, later. Oh, oh, boy.